What will the saints who worship white Jesus do when they see a brown-skinned Savior lifted up above creation? What will we do when Jesus tells us his dwelling place was with the poor all this time, that his gospel, as he told us, was good news for them? When the last become first, what will we do? The time is now, and the time was a while ago, to grapple with the log we've set in our own eye. It is time to confess that America's addiction to deception is keeping us from the truth that would set us free. The church's refusal to decenter whiteness is the primary reason we have failed to address its cultural impact. This is from Truth Table, Black Women's Musing, musings on life, love, and liberation, and you are tuning in to Vondra's View. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to Vondra's View. So you won't believe what I spent the last five minutes doing. The past five minutes, I've been trying to find um, a good transition for this episode because if you didn't know, Bondra's View is geared through Anchor by Spotify. So this is not an ad, by the way. <laughs> um, so this my podcast is through Anchor by Spotify, and I don't know what Anchor has going on, y'all, but... What happened is that the transitions are not the same and the transitions that I had for previous episodes will no longer be that way if Anchor keeps the transitions the way that they are. Quite unfortunate, I know, I know. Because we had a good flow going on, Anchor. Vondra's View had a good flow going on with the little the little intro, it was kind of exciting with my um, my tags with I, when I do scripture. And then the little bleep at the end. They just had to mess up the flow. But it's okay. Change is good. Change is good. And I'm going to embrace it. So we are here today. We're going to be talking about a book that you can also be looking forward to seeing um, the YouTube video for. I'm going to be recording that separately. I'm going to give my take, my spill. It's going to be kind of similar to the um, the episode that we're having today on Truth's Table. Truth's Table, Black Women's Musings on Life, Love, and Liberation. The um, This was originally, this book was originally a podcast, and it still is a podcast truth, called Truth's Table. It's by three beautiful Black women, um, if I'm not mistaken with their names. Ekameni Uwan, Christina Edmondson, and Michelle Higgins. And let me tell you, let me tell y'all, let me, let me tell y'all something. If I had a wig, I would be pulling that wig off, okay? This is such an amazing book. Um, I actually saw the book first before I knew about their podcast, and they kind of explained in the beginning, I think in the acknowledgments or uh, the foreword, that of course this started out as a podcast. And it is it is an amazing book, you guys. If you are a black Christian woman, emphasis, emphasis now on black and Christian and a woman, you definitely want to read this book. I'm not hyping it up for any, um, for no reason at all. It is It is a good book. I read it through and through. It is 
right along with Holier Than Thou by Jackie Hill Perry. I love that there's, you know, there are three women in this book giving their take on life, love, and liberation. So I appreciate the publication of this book so much. I don't, I don't really think y'all get it. This was a much needed read for myself. And here, here's why. Hear me out. Hear me out. This book, again, created from a podcast. Loved it. The cover, the cover of this book, which I'll have it um, in the description on vondrasview.com on the blog. The cover is so brilliant and beautiful. And I'm biased. I don't care. I don't care if I me. Like, I'm super biased. I love books with pretty covers. And this book is very pretty, um, which is one of the reasons why I picked it up. So <laughs> that and I knew that it was going to be touching on a lot of um, Christian issues and things going on within the Christian community in church. And then also, you know, along with what's going on in America and how we can go about making solutions and, and stop being the victims and the victors. So, yeah, I, I love this book. So, because it looks pretty, yeah. And again, made by Black Christian women. Um, They got real and real vulnerable, super real and real vulnerable. I'm actually going to read a few paragraphs from the book. So, if you want to hear what they are, stay tuned. I hope I'm not spoiling it for anybody too much. But yes, they got real and real vulnerable. Like, I found myself, um, especially in the chapters, let me go back and look especially in the chapters of the keys to the kingdom of God. That was um, the one that was in liberation. Also disciplining the church. I just found myself teary eyed and crying because it, it was things, it is things that I'm dealing with currently as a black Christian woman. And I think that um, they they touch home on a lot of issues that Black women go through when you are a part of the church community and being a part of the body, what it's like when we are the ones serving and tithing and making sure that our uh, the people around us are are reaping, you know, the benefits that God and, and the grace that God has for them through us. And it was like, it was just hitting home in so many ways. So yeah, it got real and real vulnerable. I definitely cried. Um, it is a nonfiction book, but it was much needed. Women in the faith need this book. So I'm going to leave that at that. So they let us know what's up with the church. And I appreciate their honesty and their courage to put it in writing and write it out, you know, and, and keeping the church accountable for the things that have happened um, in the United States of America and in the black church too. So yeah, they, they definitely let us know what's up with the church, especially coming from three women who have given their life to Christ first and foremost, and then also giving their, their life to the body and the community that God has put them in um, wholeheartedly, unconditionally. And you can just see it in their writing, um, how much they care for others and how much they love the Lord. So yeah, you know, the the relativity and the reminiscent views that I had on this book um, took hold of me, like I said, especially in the, the, um, the areas of 
you know, talking about the church body and the church, it, it really stuck with me. Uh, they give us a great description of the character of God in the midst of life, love, and liberation um, throughout, through and through in this book. Um, not one scripture was missing to support not only the claims and the the experiences the the experiences that they've had. Like it, it's just so well put together. I needed this book in 2022, okay? And they delivered. They delivered, okay, this book to us. And it was, I'm telling y'all, I was on fire for it. They give other Black women the opportunity to write and give their muse as well. If you actually purchase the book, there is a space for women or whoever to write in the back of the book your your own musings and what you think and where you are currently in life um, as a Black Christian woman. And I think that that was such a brilliant idea. And then they closed it out with a prayer, sealed, okay? Sealed. I needed this book. So if you want to stick around, I'm going to read um, a few of the, the graphs that I really enjoyed. I actually did one in the tag, so it kind of gives you an idea what the book entails. I don't want to, again, give too much away, but there was one, let's see, there was a point in Eyes Married Now, that's what the chapter is called, Eyes Married Now, um, the three points that it gives us is marry someone who wants to be married to you, right? So there's two parts to, to that statement. Marry someone who wants to be married, okay? Wants to be married. And then marry someone who wants to be married to you specifically. I liked that. Speak clearly and speak kindly in your marriage. Your marriage isn't a performer, performance, but it is being observed. I loved that. I needed that. <laughs> then if we go to, let's see, I'm going to do two more. I already read that one in the introduction, I believe. No, I didn't. So this is the one that kind of hit home for me with disciplining the church because it is something that kind of um, stuck with me. And I think that a lot of people never really when you're moving around or you re you've relocated um, to another city or another state and you leave a church home, I think that it's really important for the church to observe how uh, certain members decide to leave. And I remember in this particular chapter um, in disciplining the church, the questions that you should pose even on both both sides. How does your church talk about people who leave? How does your church follow up to seek additional feedback that could be valuable for the health of the church and for the good of the departing member. And I remember after reading that, I broke down because if you don't know, I currently, I recently moved and of course uh, the church home that I had previous, you know, to, to where I am now, you know, I just, I, I felt kind of lost in the midst of transitioning um, with the move. And then knowing that I had, you know, served for, I want to say two years in this church. And I, I love every single member there. 
I, I felt so lost and I felt um, a little isolated too. And I remember when I was reading these questions, it stuck with me because it, it would be nice for, you know, your, the church that you were previously at to follow up with you and kind of see um, where your heart is and where the heart of the church is, you know, with you departing and, you know, the impact that you left on certain members and things like that. So that hit me. And there was one more. Well, actually, it was the whole book, but I'm just giving y'all bits and pieces, okay? Bits and pieces. I think I'm going to wrap it up right there because I'm not going to give y'all too much. Go buy the book, okay? Truth's Table, Black Women's Musing, Musings on Life, Love, and Liberation beautiful book. Glad it was written. I actually left like a review on their podcast as well because I had been listening in too. So yeah, if you want to check it out, uh, if purchasing is not an option for you, definitely check out your uh, local public library. And it is also located in Barnes and Noble. I think it's for like 26, 2650 or something like that. But yeah, y'all be easy and I will catch y'all next week. <laughs> y'all have a good one. Bye. If you are new to Vondra's View, make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. Share this content with friends and family.